It's Health Literacy Month, and it's the fourth anniversary of this podcast show. So in celebration, I'm starting an occasional feature that I'm calling Busting Some Literacy Myths. And it's where I take on some of the more common misconceptions about literacy that I've run into and help you turn them around. Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Anne-Marie Liebel, and this is 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication from Health Communication Partners, an independent health equity-focused education and communication consultancy. If your organization needs expert help on any topic in this series, visit healthcommunicationpartners.com. Today's episode is sponsored by Maven Roth Group. You listen to this show because you're good with language and you want to get even better. You've got the words, let Maven Roth do the rest. From designing images, reports, logos, templates, and social graphics for your organization to spreading the word through digital, print, billboards, radio, and television, Maven Roth has you covered all the way to media buying and management. Visit mavenroth.com today. Now you know that literacy doesn't equal reading, but I'll tell you, this myth dies hard. And I get it. If someone is literate, we take that to mean that they can read. So it's a short step to literacy equating with reading. As it turns out, there's not a single term that's a synonym for literacy. No matter what camp you're in in literacy world, everyone agrees that literacy is a collection of skills and practices. Early literacy research, yeah, was focused on reading and writing, and then it expanded to include talk about reading and writing, and then images got pulled in there, and now digital forms of literacy are part of it too. So you might say, Amory, would it be fair to say that literacy is reading and writing and listening and speaking? And I think that's a, a big step in the right direction. So let's take one more step in that direction. <laughs> I mentioned this is our fourth podcasting anniversary. And one of our very first episodes was about patient misconceptions and dealing with them. And that's kind of the inspiration for this literacy feature around myths. And I'm going to attempt to walk my talk and do what I recommended you do when someone approaches you with a misconception. For instance, um, the first step I made here was telling you, I, I hear you, I hear the myth, um, and I see how it makes sense. I see where you're coming from. And then I did a little bit of here's where I'm coming from. And now I'm going to attempt to build a bridge between us, between our understandings. I'm going to suggest that we work with this misconception that literacy equals reading. Because I think that there is a way that this kind of limited notion of literacy could help us get to a really rich notion, some new understandings about literacy. And for this, I'm going to turn to Paolo Freire. You may know him. He's the Brazilian edu educator, theorist, activist, and he's probably best known for popularizing the, the idea of critical pedagogy. Now, there's a phrase um, that Freire is no known for very well, and that's reading the word and the world, reading the word and the world. And I remember when I first encountered this in grad school, I didn't get it. And I struggled because it seemed that everybody else around me got it. 
And so um, I really had to work with this and kind of turn it over in my head. And it took years for me to start to appreciate it. So what I want to share with you is one of the understandings that I've come to about this phrase, reading the word and the world. Um, because I think it might be helpful. And now it occurs to me as kind of obvious and straightforward, but I don't know. <laughs> we read people. We read people, right? We read scenarios, we read situations, we read a room, we read body language and facial expressions, we read people's intentions. Now, in these cases, reading means a kind of noticing, judging, maybe formulating some thoughts about, making sense of situations, people, goings-on in the world. We're always reading the world. We misread it too, right? We misread people or we misread scenarios as well, right? You misread someone, you misread a thing that happened. So reading as meaning making sense of, knowing that sometimes we read it wrong. Now in, in literacy, the idea of, of reading is broad. We can read a text. And the idea of text is broad too. Texts can be written texts, they can be spoken texts. So when we hear someone talking, in a sense, we are also reading their words. But we're also, we're doing more than that. We're doing more than reading their words. We're also reading them, whether or not they're there, right? Right now you're listening to a podcast episode. It's audio only. All you have is the words. Or do you? Whether or not you're doing it consciously, you're also reading me as the speaker of those words. You're making some judgments about my intent, even my character, my intelligence, my very clunky sense of humor, my likability, my trustworthiness. You're reading me, and that impacts how you read or understand and interpret my words. But wait, there's more. We're also always reading the situation. Now, this is a big one. So I'm really just going to give one question to kind of start to unpack it a little bit. Consider this. Why are you listening to this episode? I ask this question because part of the scenario that you're reading includes the reason you're there. And this also impacts how you are reading my words. I will explain. Quick example, many people listen to this series as part of a class. P.S. If that's you, please write me because I, number one, love hearing from students and number two, love hearing <laughs> how these episodes go in a class and kind of what happens, how it all goes down. So yeah, social media, Anne-Marie at HDC Partners, please get in touch with me. I love hearing from classes. So let's, let's say this is your scenario. You're listening to this as part of a class, knowing that say you're going to have some sort of a discussion about it afterward in which you will be expected to say or write something smart that will count maybe even toward a grade. All of this impacts how you pay attention to and think about or how you read my words. In contrast, imagine that you're just listening to this on your own. 
You're listening to the show because you like podcasts, because you care about the subject. And you're at home and you're emptying the dishwasher while you're listening to it. Your read of the situation also affects how you pay attention to and think about how you read my words, which is potentially different in interesting ways than if you were a student in a class. You're reading the words and the world, and your read of the world is a huge impact on how you read the words. Wrapping your head around that, like I did, (laughs) will help you to a more powerful understanding of what literacy is. So I'm going to invite you to try. Why? What's in it for you? A lot, I think. But I'm going to connect it to practice in two ways. Number one, it gives you a way to think about people. Keep in mind, patients, clients, the public, you, me, we are all constantly reading the word and the world. You from your perspective, me from mine, other people from theirs. Two, you have more options for action, for what you're going to do. The next time you're approaching a project or a situation and health literacy is on your mind, remember, everyone is reading the word and the world, including you. This opens up ways you can come at a problem or a conversation or a situation or a project. There's more pieces of the interaction that you know about now that you can choose to act upon. Now I'm writing a whole book about health literacy from this perspective. I'd love to hear from you if you've got thoughts or ideas or questions. I'm on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. Feel free to connect with me there or go ahead and email me, Marie A-N-N-E-M-A-R-I-E, at h-cpartners.com. You can always go to Health Communication Partners and click on Contact. This has been 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication from Health Communication Partners, audio engineering, and music by Joe Liebel. Happy anniversary, little bro. I'm Dr. Anne-Marie Liebel. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication from Health Communication Partners, LLC. Find us at healthcommunicationpartners.com.